Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1200. Yes, indeed, 1200. And I'm here to ask and answer the question, is that all there is? Punch it, Chewie. Hey, this is Matt Moore from Comics with Kenobi, and you're listening to Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And what I mean by Is That All There Is, is specific to The Last Jedi. So we've gotten the poster, we've gotten the trailer. What else could we possibly get between now and opening day that's even worth bothering about? Well, there are a couple of things, and we don't necessarily know the scope of them just yet, but we know what's going to happen. So let's dig in. First of all, we're going to get television commercials, all right? That's a given. And if you, like me, have cut the cord and don't have cable or anything like that, you will still get to see them on YouTube, whether the official Star Wars channel uploads them or some other random person uploads them. You will absolutely get to see them. In fact, the first commercial seems to be out already, and it includes a line of dialogue that, you know, if it weren't for the fact that there was a little bit more in the scene of Finn and Phasma facing off. Like, I might have actually doubted that this was legit, but it opens with the shot overhead of Skellig Michael, the island in Ireland, or just off the coast of Ireland, which was, of course, the home film-wise for Luke Skywalker and the planet Act 2. And you hear Luke in voiceover saying, why are you here? And the presumption, of course, is that he's saying that to Rey. And it's also very interesting that that line echoes a line Yoda delivered to him oh so many years ago. In fact, really, you should hear it for yourself. So here it is. Why are you here? Now, I've heard it proposed that this could be the very first line that Luke delivers in The Last Jedi. I got to tell you, based on what Ryan Johnson said in his interview with Yahoo Movies about how particular they've been with what they decide to reveal and what they will absolutely keep secret until the movie comes out. There's no way on God's green earth that they would bury Luke's first line of dialogue in the voiceover for a commercial that comes out two months before the movie comes out. There's no way. It's not happening, right? No. So that is not going to be the first thing that he says, but who knows? It's probably going to be in the first scene. I'll give you that one, maybe. And like I said, this is just the first commercial. We will probably get a couple of dozen of them overall. And chances are very few of them will have new information, new scenes, new dialogue. But we will get a little bit here and a little bit there. That's for sure. Something else that I think is a for sure thing. I mean, it's happened a number of times before. So there's every reason to think it's going to happen again. Is that there's going to be an international trailer for The Last Jedi. And previous international trailers for Star Wars movies have been coming out of Asian countries, either South Korea or China or Japan. And you get to hear the English dialogue and see the scenes in the trailer, but it will be with either the occasional voiceover from a native speaker or with captions in the native language. But either way, they often allow us to get a look at one or two more scenes here, one or two more new lines of dialogue. And yeah, there's every reason to think that will be coming, if not by the end of the month, then certainly early on in November. And then the third thing to consider is that there's a good chance we're going to get another Entertainment Weekly cover story about The Last Jedi. We got that 
in November for The Force Awakens, and I got to go double check and figure out whether we got that for Rogue One too. I'm pretty sure we did. So why wouldn't you do it for The Last Jedi? It is, of course, going to be the biggest movie that comes out in December. So yeah, of course you're going to do something about it because it's going to sell magazines, right? And yes, there is historical precedent for them doing it. So every reason to think that we will get another big cover story in Entertainment Weekly again. And let's not forget that we still have some Journey to the Last Jedi stuff coming as well. We've got the Legends of Luke Skywalker book that's supposed to be coming out later this month, I think on Halloween on October 31st. And also the Canto Bite collection of short stories is coming as well so there will be hints and rumors and other funny things tucked into those books as well that will say something about the last jedi and then there's a a crate comic book as well from marvel coming out too and hopefully by next week i'll be ready to talk to you about the captain phasma book i'm sorry that it's taken me a while to get through that one it's actually the bedtime reading with myself and scorekeeper declan and um it's good, but it's brutal in places. I've actually had to edit on the fly. I mean, I, you know, Declan can probably handle it. He's 10 years old, so it's not like I'm censoring because of sensitivities or anything like that. But it's not necessarily the kind of stuff I want to send him off to dreamland with in some places. So, yeah, I've been doing a little censoring on the fly with that book. But we can talk more about that in a few days. In the meantime, I'm going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back with yet another reveal from Ron Howard about the untitled Han Solo movie. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com. Welcome back. So Ron Howard tweeted a photo of two Imperial officers, junior looking Imperial officers, and hashtagged it tag and bink. Now, I did not read this series of stories that came out as part of the Legends uh, comics back in, I think this said was 2001, so it's been a while. But the characters of tag and bink were written and created by Kevin Rubio, who will live in Star Wars fame forever because he is the mastermind behind Troops. And if you remember Troops, that was the (laughs) the satire video based on cops, which followed two stormtroopers going through the desert in Tatooine and having almost Fargo-like accents to them. And if you haven't seen it, or if it's been years since you've seen it, then Do yourself a favor and go look it up online. Anyway, he actually wrote the the characters of Tag and Bink and their adventures as rebel officers who, after serving on the Tanavi 4 Princess Leia ship, when it was boarded by stormtroopers, they said, um, we'd rather live than die. And so they stole the stormtrooper uniforms of, off a couple of deceased stormtroopers and escaped onto the Star Destroyer Devastator and thus began a series of wacky adventures, and it seems that somehow they are going to appear in the Untitled Han Solo movie. We don't know what kind of level they're going to hit, like how active they're going to be in the movie, how much of a part 
of the course of events they will play. But the fact that they're present in there at all suggests a comic bent to the movie, which I suppose we probably should have assumed on some level, but it's really, in fact, there. And the characters are going to be played by the co-writer of the movie, John Kasdan, and also by a gentleman whose name you probably haven't heard, Toby Hefferman, and he is the first assistant director on the Han Solo movie, as well as the first AD on Rogue One. So, yeah, that suggests to me that if they've got any lines in the movie, they are very minimal, and we will probably only see them in the background or just, you know, around without a lot of interaction or anything like that. That would be my guess based on just who the guys are that are playing the characters. But that's a fun reveal nonetheless. And so, once again, you know, all the talk about the switch to Ron Howard, one of the things that we haven't really talked about is the fact that Larry Kasdan and his son John Kasdan wrote this thing, and they're still working behind the scenes. And so, yeah, this sounds like a (laughs) John Kasdan we trust kind of situation. I'd love to hear what you think about that, if you would agree. So chime in at the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. That is going to do it for today for episode 1200. Hey, you know, it's just Monday (laughs) for this podcast, and I was already past 1,200 a few weeks ago considering all the bonus episodes and whatnot. So, yeah, let's not celebrate until we hit a bigger number, like 1,500, all right? But for now, let's just say thank you so much for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get scammed by Obi-Wan's wordplay, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a certain point of view, it's Destiny Unleashed. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.